0: Everybody, to the Fight Shed podcast, the podcast that recaps the best of both MMA and boxing events for the past weekend and previews the biggest combat sports events for the next week. Thank you for listening and supporting the Fight Shed podcast. I'm Daniel, and joining me is my co host, Alan. Alan, how was your long weekend? It was a
1: great memorial weekend. First, a shout out to the troops.
0: Oh, yes, shout out to all of our veterans. And that uh, served overseas and kept us free. Yes, thank you years. for for
1: allowing us our freedom over the weekend. It was a great weekend. Spent uh, time with family and friends, and actually did a crawfish boil, which was fun. Yeah, uh, how was that? It was really good. Yeah. Uh, do you eat crawfish? I don't eat you crawfish. Do I've eat never crawfish. tried a crawfish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I think uh, a lot of people do in Texas, but it's not like a. I don't know uh, United States thing I think It's more of a Texas Than Louisiana
0: Louisiana I I think that's whenever I think of of South Texas Gulf Coast Texas uh, Louisiana
1: Yeah Yeah. But it was a good time I, I enjoyed myself It was uh, and we watched some fights I had yeah. had them watch some fights with us yeah. So that was great
0: It's also, yeah, it was a great weekend of boxing Yeah, absolutely yeah, Great weekend of boxing And yep. that's where we're going to start our show um, this week With boxing We had two amazing fights that we um, need to recap You know, the results And the first bout of the weekend that, you know, we're going to cover this week It was Devin Haney versus Jorge Linares It was for the
1: WBC World Lightweight Championship It was the Dream versus El Nino. Dorado. Golden Boy, yeah, yeah, and right before I don't know if you saw it on the the telecast, but what's his name was uh,
0: De La Hoya, yeah, De
1: La Hoya was yeah. giving him some tips and stuff. It was oh, really wow. kind of cool, yeah, oh, yeah,
0: that is cool, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So we had a and it was pretty good for the most part, a really good fight. I mean, okay. we had a 22 year old Devin Haney coming in 25 and 0 fighting against uh, very seasoned Jorge Linares, 35 years old. Both well Devin Haney again 25 and 0. Linares 47 and 5 um coming off of a two, a two fight winning streak we had Devin haney um come in as one of the young kings i guess coming up through the ranks fighting a veteran jorge Linares. what would you think about the fight
1: i guess you could tell you could say it'd be a young man's game <laughs> if, it, if this <laughs> right. was fight was that because you could just see that uh Haney was much quicker in round one through three for sure.
0: Definitely, Devin Haney came up and uh, he was throwing that jab really well. Look, very tactical coming up. Yeah, you know, speed up on top of speed, jabbing him. You know, in the head multiple times. Coming around with a nice little hook, um, following it sometimes. For the most part, it was a runaway fight. I had it maybe all the way up until he was winning every round. Maybe sixth round was probably one round that I gave Leonidas, um, but. Before the 10th round, we'll talk about talk about that later, but right. Haney was coming up, he just scoring points and winning the fight with a run, just running him over tactically.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it just seemed like um, Linares could never just keep up with them. As far as the pacing, it seemed like he could never find his range. And I, I, I think around what I had around round five, it just seemed like Haney was just Using the basics to keep Laniers at bay, and then around uh, six, I had where Laniers had a a couple good uppercuts, Mm -hmm. which I think kind of caught him. Yeah, and and I think Haney was like, "All right, I need to continue, yeah, yeah. just continue to do what I do best in all my all my previous fights, and just put this one away."
0: All the scorecards had the the end of the fight. Uh, 116 112, 115, 113, 116, 112. But the thing is that it does sound like a it is a unanimous decision and it does sound like a runaway fight but there was a scary point in around the, the, the end of the 10th round where the caught Devin Haney with a nice hook nice hook, shook him, wobbled his legs at the bell, at the end of the bell. Right. And so Haney had to wobble his way back to his corner.
1: And I loved how Lanier yeah. showed him the way with his hands. He's yeah, like, here exactly. you go, buddy. Yeah, Come yeah. on over there. So that kind of made the uh, fight a uh, whole much fun. For me. Yeah, that
0: kind of so. t- took the fight to another level because yeah. then now we had the coming out to 11th round where Devin Haney wasn't as um, wasn't boxing as well. He was trying to get his legs back under him. And um, he could still see he was being impacted by that nice hook.
1: Round eleven, you could tell that he was he was doing a lot of tie ups. Yeah, get try, him tying back. up, yeah. trying to,
0: you know, get it. Lenata still caught him a couple of times, had him a little bit against yeah. the ropes. I actually had Lenata's winning the last four rounds, and so my scorecard was a little bit closer than I, that.
1: Yeah, so I had 112. Yeah. my scorecard personally. What, what did you have?
0: Um, I had 116, 113. Okay. Yeah, but I I had it a little bit closer than the judges had it. But then again, I kind of gave a little bit more rounds to the experience because Linatus looks like he, he looked like he was kind of scoring a little bit more um, towards the end at the, the last few rounds. And then the 12th round, Um, Devin Haney was just wrapping up again and just trying to survive that, that fight.
1: Yeah. So I'm watching this with, uh, with my buddy and his father and they're both, I I would say amateur boxers or whatever back in their day. And I was, for me being learning more of boxing in the 12th round, I didn't understand why Haney is just wrapping up and yeah. he's just ducking. And I didn't yeah. get it. And then he goes, no, he's playing a smart game. Yeah, that's what that's you very do. Smart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you wrap him up constantly and, and, and just kind of secure the victory. So that was a, a nice learning experience, I guess, for me to understand, you know, the dynamics of boxing.
0: Yeah. Well, so Devin Haney retains his WBC lightweight championship um, at the end of the night,
1: what do you think about Haney and how his performance looked? Uh, I thought Haney did a workman's fight where he he made sure that he controlled that fight to his liking, and I think that um, he used the weapons he needed to use and and controlled the fight to secure a unanimous decision. I think it was yeah. He took on
0: a, par. he took the first few rounds, the first six rounds, seven rounds. He was just. Un- not necessarily cruise control, but he was dominating that fight. He was showing his skills, showing his quickness, um, catching Lenardis. You know, Lenardis would have to um, take two to get one, you know, or take three hits in the right, head right. to get one good shot. And Lenardis would would come in and you know to get his get his shot off. He would get Haney with a nice hook or a nice jab or a nice cross, but um, Haney was just very quick. He would do his little shoulder rolls, you know, faking in and out, getting in and out of the pocket. Um, but again, Haney showed his youth, and that's that's what I always felt. The whole going into it, I knew Lennonis was a seasoned vet. I knew he was not a, uh you know, a pushover. Right. It's, you know, someone you have to really prepare for. But I, I felt like Devin Haney's youth really pulled him through, especially in the first couple of rounds, and then – the heart of a champion. I mean, I, I think a lot of people will, will start c- criticizing him for be- getting wobbled, getting caught. Okay, and, but he stayed into the in the fight. He stayed fighting. He um, avoided another knockdown later on in a couple other rounds.
1: Yeah, but I, I think he also was kind of uh, uh, stretching his wings to see how far his chin could take him. Yeah, And I think uh, sometimes uh, you've got to do that and get wobbled to learn from it. So his experience now from that from that round is going to help him in future fights.
0: I also think, too, that you're right. Um, he took some big shots from Linatus and didn't wobble him at all. I mean, Linatus caught him a few times. And maybe he had that confidence saying, coming in uh, those couple of last rounds um, that he can't touch me, he can't hit right. me. His power is not going to be strong enough. But Linatus caught him at the re- end of the round. He and did. He did. He ca- caught him. But then again, a heart of a champion again, he... he Compose himself, got ready for the next round, and you know did what he had to do. He had to. I mean, you're crazy if you're going to try to go out there and bomb with another bomber, right? You know, right. I I really enjoyed the fight. What do you What did you rate uh, Devin Haney on? A, let's get say on a nine to ten uh, scale. Of the you one mean to the 10. fight? Yeah.
1: Well, the, the him his performance. Him, his performance. Yeah. Uh, I would say it's probably an eight. An eight, I would eight, say an right. eight would be fair. Yeah, I'll say yeah.
0: eight's fair. I mean, again, we're judging the whole uh, I, contest. So I,
1: I felt like I was, like, since I've watched him for the first time, I felt like I was watching him learn. Learn. Like he's learning from a veteran the veteran said he was going to knock him out or see how tough his chin was. His chin is tough. I mean, yeah. he's got a good chin. So I, I think he learned a lot from this fight and he's, it's going to help him.
0: And technically this is the second biggest fight that Haney has had the fight before it was against another veteran York Yorkies Gamboa. Um, he won that in a unanimous decision. Um, now he fought Jorge Linares with a, in one with a unanimous decision. Um, Everyone's trying to expect that knockout, but you're not going to get that knockout every single time. And then, plus, if you're a smart fighter, scoring points pays the bills.
1: And, you know, the the fighters that he's going to fight shouldn't get any easier. They're going to get tougher. Oh, they're going to get tougher, and yeah. He, and theoretically, he's getting older, so, you know. Yeah, 22 years old. I mean, he's yep. the
0: sky's the limit for this gentleman. Yep. How about Jorge Linares? What do you think about him? He's a, He is a 35-year-old seasoned veteran, but... What do you think You still st- you think he still has some uh, left in the tank? Uh
1: my own personal opinion is I think he should retire <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I just think that uh he's seen his better days and uh again young man's game I think he um I think he should just re- retire gracefully.
0: Well with um Linatus, uh, he's he's coming off a knockout win in last February in the 4th round versus Carlos Morales and um he's always had that power he's he has 29 wins by knockout i don't foresee him fighting for a title again unless something goes crazy and he starts knocking people out like crazy and people just want him but i see him as the the fighter that everyone has to fight before they move up
1: so he's like the gatekeeper of that division i can see that sure that's fair enough you know but he's three and three in the in in the last six fights and uh, two of the losses have come to world champion fighters, so correct. Like you're saying, he, he can I guess be a journeyman and and just be a gatekeeper.
0: Yeah, I, th- yeah. I mean journeyman's a little bit harsh, <laughs> yeah. but I think a gatekeeper is someone yeah. to the for your next level step up in competition. Uh, I okay. think that's a good one. Sure. Um, with Haney, I think he's setting himself up for a nice little um, payday with a pay per view between him and maybe Ryan Garcia. Um, Another big name in the um, rankings. I've also even heard a fight lining up with Teofimo Lopez for a unification. Um, That's where for all the belts. Because technically, Teofimo Lopez does not have all the belts.
1: That's correct.
0: He, He has a franchise belt. Right. Whereas... Haney has the light world heavyweight, the world championship belt. Right. So that's another thing. That's one of those right. things that um, they're going back and forth on social media right now. Mateo Fimo Lopez is calling out Haney with his fake belt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I have the same as you. So if you're asking me what, what I think Haney should do next, I think he should wait for Lopez, um, who does hold the other three belts. And Lopez is fighting in July yeah, against that, a, a nice ranked little, fighter. So
0: That's a nice little, yeah. you know— comparable break i mean if they want to wait until maybe the uh, middle of the fall later of the year they have enough time to recuperate um yeah. and uh get st- you know get everything rolling i mean for that fight
1: and it, it, if that doesn't come through my my other choice would be uh giovante davis who fights berlioz in july mm-hmm. and that could be for also i think a belt too so yeah. yeah so i think those two should be in the near future for for haney
0: yeah no i see that too um Again, we'll see. The sky's the limit for this 22-year-old 20, um, gentleman. Now 26-0, and 0, and uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe Lomachenko. Yeah. You know, that's another fight that's out there. Well, I look We're,
1: forward to, to watching him fight again. He, yeah. He was exciting.
0: Definitely. So now we go to our um, second weekend bout.
1: We have Obali versus Nonito Donaire. Yes, and Donaire is 40-6, 26 KOs. The Filipino flash against Obali, 17-0, 12 KOs, and he was a WBC Bantamweight title holder.
0: 34-year-old Obali versus a 38-year-old Danair. That was a great fight. It I mean, was from one fight. point of view, right? It was. No,
1: no, it was a good fight. <laughs> you know, in round one, I thought uh, there's a lot of body shots by Danair uh just trying to find out his opponent's yeah. timing and range i thought for me it was an even round and you know it's going to end up being exciting
0: i even gave that first round to uh, obali because he looked quicker he looked faster yeah, he he did he came out i mean he came out anxious i guess he came out you know firing and trying to get this the old man you know out of right. his um out of his uh, comfort road, zone. yeah comfort zone yeah. and so um then we go into the second and third rounds
1: so the second round, I had Dunair keeping keeping it at his pace with lots of great counters. Uh, I gave Dunair the second round. Mm-hmm, I did too. Okay. Yeah. Third round, I had the champ. He came out really aggressive. I think I think the coroner was tell him, Hey, look, we you gotta start doing something yeah, here. Yeah. And uh what happened was Daenerys sent the champ down for, for the count for the first time in his career. Yeah.
0: Yeah, at the end of the third round, Donaire, big old power shot, you yeah. know, knocking um El Bali backwards and onto the ground and it, at the bell, another one of those end of the round, the bell even rang and they were giving him a ten count. They were. Yeah. And so they even gave him they gave him a, a, lot, of time a lot of
1: time to recuperate. Yeah. They gave the champ a lot.
0: And so Daener begins a fourth round with the intent to um trying to get this guy out, you know. So he comes up comes up with another right cross, then to the body again. He hurt a and um Again, knocks him, knocks the Frenchman down to the canvas.
1: Yeah, he he was. You would tell that Don had had found the range in, in round three, and now it was to me. I just saw nothing but left hooks all day long. Yeah. But it was right, left anywhere he wanted it, body shots. I mean, he was wearing them out. It was just a nice little flare of punches that
0: came yeah. out, and then. Caught Obali with a nice, I, th- I believe it was a hook or an uppercut, yeah. and just put him out.
1: It was a seasoned veteran in there fighting. You could tell. Uh, you
0: could tell, yeah. yeah. That, and he's he actually broke his own record of um, the oldest person in that. Oh, that really? To, wow, to that's to win awesome. A championship. So yeah, so he broke his nice. own record. So now the 38-year-old Donaire now wins um, bantamweight title WBC. So it was remarkable to see him fight. Knowing I've seen him a few times. Fighting and I've, uh, I know what kind of power he's had. Um, he hadn't fought in, in 18 months. His okay, last yeah. fight was a, a loss to Inouye for yes. a, a championship belt. You know, I guess he got inspiration from Phil Mickelson and from Tom Brady, <laughs> right? and All the old guys, in uh, you know, saying, Oh, well, maybe we can make win the championship one more time.
1: Well, and you bring Inouye up because I have for me, if mm-hmm. you're asking me what I think Donnie, Donnie Harris should do, is I think he should fight him again because he really ended up losing again i guess he lost to him after a unanimous decision decision, right mm -hmm. and it was in 2019 so i just think that should be the next fight to unify it
0: no i think so too i mean that's almost it's almost logical i think in a way fights in a few weeks in a month or so um and so again that sets up perfect for maybe a late fall early spring if they want to wait a little bit longer yeah um fight for a unification belt you know because anyway has two belts um donair has one belt and i think there's another belt that might be yeah. vacant that they could throw that in there also
1: and anyway is actually fighting the Mariners in july and he's not even ranked so i th- i think mm-hmm. that may be just a tune-up fight or, or something for probably he, so you know maybe so.
0: it's just a, a um um, a mandatory. I don't know that yeah. is strange, it's he's strange, isn't somebody. it? When I
1: look that up, yeah, yeah.
0: um, but, but yeah, that's that's the natural next fight for um, and I even think he even said that. Donera says that, of course, he's going to go after anyway. Now, that's the next appointment, nice. opponent has to be, yeah. And again, we're going to get another unification bout, uh, fight. Sounds like, um, it's a trend that's going to be starting with first with Canelo, Teofimo, I think, was the first one, then Canelo,
1: Josh Taylor, Josh now, Josh Taylor, now. I know.
0: Yeah, and yeah. then here in July, we have a Charlo brother fighting, and he's going to be a unification bout also. Right, And so um, maybe it's a nice trend that's coming out.
1: See, and I was thinking the same thing today as I was doing research. It's funny you brought that up because I'm like, you know, we, we just started this this Fight Shed podcast, and it just seems like it's all aligning to where everybody wants to unify at this point. Yeah. And it's great.
0: It's no longer one of those things that, oh, at least I got one belt yeah. out of the four. Yeah. Now everyone's finding, finding relevance In having four belts or more than one, uh, maybe even more than two, you know, belts to be actually um, relevant in your weight class. Right, right. Because four people can have the same weight title at the same time. But if one person can have all four, then you're actually the legitimate...
1: Undisputed champion. That's right, and nobody can say that that they're the champ while you're saying it too. Yeah, because he's uh, got all the belts for Ibali, uh I I have him. Um, I think for me, I think he should probably go after John Rail Casemiro, who's ranked second. Yeah, he's the WBO champ. Um, Casemiro. Yeah, Casemiro. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if if I was if I was making his next fight, I would I would go after the WBO champ. He's ranked second, or I would go after Reagan Dowell, mm-hmm. who's the regular WBA champ and yeah. ranked rank seventh. So oh,
0: Regan Dow would be good. Yeah, right. I mean, there's a, something that will kind of turn people off once you you have a loss in your championship belt. I think people will like, want you to start working back from the bottom to the top again. So maybe um, Gary Antonio Russell. And he's Gary Russell's brother. All his brothers are named after their dad. Oh, really? All the brothers are named. Um, kind of like George Foreman. Yeah. So they're all Gary. But this one's Gary Antonio Russell. And so this guy is 18 and 0, and um, he's moving up the ranks. He looks like he's ranked number 10. Maybe that's something that he could consider in, um, you know, finding his way back up into um, the rankings. But
1: I guess my opinion for me is, you know, he was the world champion. He, this is his only one loss. Yeah. And I. For me, I don't think that you should have to go to the back of line and then be you know work your way yeah. up. For me, you know, I would like to see him redeem himself with an with another you know I guess title fight. But I understand what you're saying for sure.
0: I mean, because there's so many other bulls in the ring that are wanting their chance. Yeah, that's yeah. true. How do you, would you rate Daenerys' performance?
1: Uh, I thought his performance was probably a nine. It was as perfect as you probably could get for mm-hmm. you know his age and who is he fighting.
0: I think so too. I mean, he told Father Time to sit down for a little while. Yeah, More, he did, right? didn't he? Yeah, I see. I foresee a huge fight later on this year, anyway, um, versus Daenerys, or um, either this end of this year or beginning yep. of next year. And and, and, it, s- and it's
1: interesting that our two fights that we are uh, focusing on this week. Happen to have two uh, older veterans, and yeah. one went the one way, and the other one went the right. other.
0: Well, that wraps up this week's um boxing as far as you know the coverage of the events that we covered this week. Um, do we got any boxing news? I
1: uh, sure do. Well, the first boxing news I have is Danny Garcia, thirty six and 3, 21 KOs, wants a rematch with Keith Thurman, oh, oh. twenty nine and 1, 22 KOs. Now Garcia is wanting to avenge his loss to Thurman. From March 2017, yeah. it was a split decision. split decision. And Garcia's last fight was December of last year, lost to uh, Spence, who we, yeah. pre, who we talked about in previous weeks. Thurman has not fought in two years, and it was losing to Pacquiao. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think about that?
0: I'm all for it. I mean, I think those guys, so there's three regulars, four with Spence now, but um, it's Thurman, Garcia, and Sean Porter. They're always back and forth, and they're always doing that that kind the round of round robin, round yeah. Because yeah. um, who's gonna who's gonna outmatch the next right. person? And they're always gonna be rivals. So that I think later on, in, in about ten twenty years, we'll be look back and say, "Man, that was a good good era for that sure. that weight class, that welterweight." Is it welterweight?
1: It is welterweight. Yeah, for yes. that
0: welterweight yep. class.
1: Yep. And so. and Danny Garcia is ranked fifth. So yeah,
0: no, Danny Garcia is. Is great. I mean, I I enjoy watching him. Yeah, have Spence. I mean, you also have Crawford in that mix too. But Crawford hasn't fought any of those guys. No. Where Spence has fought Garcia, Porter has fought Thurman and Garcia, and uh, it's just one of those things. I just I enjoy that weight class. That's probably one of the the best weight classes in uh, in boxing right now.
1: All right. Well, Pacquiao's coach came out and predicts Manny's gonna stop Spence on August twenty first. What do you think of that? And nothing against I love
0: Pacquiao. Pacquiao's such a great fighter, but I think Spence is just a bigger man. I think it's a five 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 versus five eleven fight. Yeah. I think that's the height difference.
1: Yeah, so Pacquiao's uh, 42 years old with a record of 67, 7-2, 39 KOs, mm-hmm. and he'll be challenging Spence for the IBF and WBC titles in Las Vegas Who Spence is 27 and 0 with 21 KOs.
0: I mean, I just, let's see the reach. He got 66-inch reach versus...
1: Probably 62, I would say, if I was guessing. Well, no,
0: that was, that's, that's Pacquiao's Oh, that's Pacquiao. Reach. Okay. Yeah, so and uh, probably... Spence is is going to have a 72-inch reach. Yeah. yeah. That's, so that that's jab's there all day long. Yeah. And then the body shots where a lot of um, Spence's knockouts are with body shots. I don't, I don't foresee that. I don't that's, see that But that's going to be a great fight regardless.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. Yeah. Uh, so Anthony Joshua may vacate his WBO title per his promoter, Eddie Hearn. And that uh, he doesn't want to be told what to do uh, to have to fight someone else. And he, I, in my opinion, I think he's upset that he's missing the big money fight with Fury. Yeah. So, and and I don't know if maybe he's a little worried of the opponent. Uh, you sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, that's a bad man right there. So. Sure is.
0: Coming up, um, I think he was a lightweight. I won all the titles in lightweight. He unified everything, and now he moved up to heavyweight. And so... Mm-hmm. He's, um, he is a scary, he's a scary opponent for Joshua, yeah. especially yeah. we know that Joshua has been put down by Andy Ruiz. So yeah. we, we know that, you know, I mean, even though everyone may say it's a fluke shot or whatever, but it happened. Right. It did happen. <laughs> it happened. And so Usyk is uh, ranked number 10 right now, according to Box Live. Um, yeah, I, I would love to see that fight happen with Joshua is a number one contender. Um, but I don't see what the problem is. I mean, Tyson Fury has signed his bout with uh, Deontay Wilder, so that's gonna happen. Joshua should sign his bout versus Usyk, and then um, you know, the winner
1: of both, winner fine. of the both fight right. each other. Yep, right? I agree. I agree.
0: Well, this week we do have a couple of boxing matches, um, not necessarily high caliber as far as you know, not a super fights or anything like that. But we do have some veterans fighting. We have David Lemieux versus Zagara. Um the Muse 42 and 4 they'll be fighting June 4th on Friday from um Holiday Inn Hotel in Morelos, Mexico.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> so okay.
0: That's that's why you probably don't
1: haven't heard. I have not fight. heard of Yeah, <laughs> so I haven't heard of this fight at but all. But he
0: is a veteran and he's he's been up there with the 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 elites of his weight class. He's uh 32 years old. Okay. Um, 5'10. He's on a four fight winning streak. Okay. Um, and so in the last five fights, he's four and one. Um, this fight is scheduled for 10 rounds in the super middleweight division, which means the weight limit is 168. So, um, David Lemieux, again, 42 and four, 35 of his wins comes by knockout. So he's got some power. So I look forward to seeing, catching up with David Lemieux and see, you know, where he's at. And that's on fight TV,
1: fight TV. And who, who are you uh, picking for that? Oh, I
0: got David Lemieux. Okay. Because I don't even know the other guy, and he doesn't even have any stats on, on Box Live.
1: Oh, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with with Lemieux too.
0: Um, the next fight we have, it's gonna be on Saturday. It's gonna be uh, Danny Dubois versus Dinu on Saturday, June 5th, live from the UK. So this is gonna be an early fight for us here in the United States. It's gonna start at 4 p.m. on uh, BT Sports. De-
1: Debut is 15 and one and. and- D. New is 20-2. and two.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, Bois is coming off of a um, uh, loss. Um, he was trying to... F- he fought uh, Joe, Joe, Joe Joyce, and Joe Joyce knocked him out um, in the 10th round. Great fight back and forth. Of course, the heavyweights. Um, Danny Dubois, 23 years old. He's another up-and-comer. Hopefully, he can get back on track. It's it's kind of hard once you lose him boxing, right? That's one of yeah, the weird yeah, things and, about
1: boxing. And I, I watched that fight today, and it looked like what they're saying is Joyce actually knocked his orbital bone yeah. uh, out of the socket of his eye, and so in the middle of the round he took a knee because he knew yeah. something was wrong, and so they called the fight. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's smart of him yeah. too. I mean, because now he's fighting again, and that's that's, right. that's what you want to hear, but. Joe Joyce is a beast. And they're fighting
1: for the WBA interim world heavy title, too.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, you know, we'll see what happens with uh, Danny Dubois again. Hopefully, um, he comes back swinging, comes out fighting, and uh, back on the winning track. So, I'm going to go for Dubois.
1: You're going Dubois? I will go with uh, Dinu. All right.
0: Mix it up. And finally, this weekend, we come to what everyone was expecting, the highlight of the weekend, the boxing match of the summer. Oh, boy. We have Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather.
1: And I've heard of Paul. He's social media. Who's this Mayweather guy? I know, right? Are you serious? (laughs) has he fought
0: <laughs> he has not fought in okay. a while he has not fought in a while does he well, have a record you, what's his record his record is 50 and 0 50 and 0 highly regarded as one of the best what? that ever put on the gloves
1: did he has he fought anybody in that 50 and 0 uh,
0: yeah he's a fought few he's people? fought he's beat Canelo uh, I don't know if that means anything because
1: Paul he's fought a few he's what? only fought one time oh fought one time okay yeah. 1 and 0 he's Against he's 50 0, and, and, 0. 1.
0: <laughs> o- o- and 1 oh 0
1: oh, 1 oh and 1
0: o- oh. And he lost that with his, oh. his yeah so 0 and 1 so we have um, Floyd May with a junior versus Logan Paul, a professional retired boxer fighting a social media influencer, <laughs> Logan Paul, 50 0 versus 0 1, 44 year old versus a 26 year old, uh, five foot eight versus 6'2. So there's a height there, difference. There is, and I think there's a weight difference, right? Um, there is, uh, it doesn't say weight. Well, here. I think. But I, it looks like it, yeah. There's, yeah comparable and yeah. th-
1: this is logan paul right a logan paul and i think the last thing i read he missed waiting and that was not they no, they were none too happy about it oh wow either yeah
0: well it's a pay-per-view um contest it's a fl- slated for eight rounds um it looks like it's at a cruiser weight um weight class so it's on sunday uh, kind of different june 6 yeah. sunday live from the hard rock stadium in miami florida is that something you're gonna watch
1: well here's the thing I'm probably not going to watch it unless I go to a bar, which I found out they are going to show it for uh-huh. free. So I guess I'm going to go and watch it then. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, an O and one social media guy against probably, you could argue, the GOAT of boxing, I, even even if he's retired for 10 years, it's, it, it's not going to be a fight, in my opinion.
0: He's fought within the last three years, right? He fought McGregor. Right. And so that was a good—and that, that was—I don't want to say— Legitimate, but it was it was a good fight.
1: It was a good fight. Yeah, and it was, it was a professional
0: was a versus a professional. Yes. You know, maybe professional grappler or MMA guy, but uh still professional. Absolutely. You know, someone that's been in the ring. So are you gonna watch it?
1: Uh, I'll probably watch. Do you do you know who's the undercard? Because I actually have the undercard. Oh, yeah. I know there's a couple of big names on there. Uh, okay. There's a guy named Holyfield that we barely know, uh, right? yeah. 44-2, 29 KOs. His last fight was 2011 against Kevin McBride, who is wow. 35 and 35-10 with 29 KOs, and he hasn't fought since 2011. However, McBride in 2005 beat tyson and it was a corner stoppage yeah
0: i know there is another um another fighter that's on there another on the card jared heard versus arias and this is actually a legitimate <laughs> boxing match. right right um 10 rounds were a uh it's it's at the super welterweight limit so bro 30 years old um jared heard you know jared swift heard uh, he's he's coming off of um unanimous decision but before that he had a unanimous loss um so he's back on track i believe he had a belt at one time um previously he had beaten he was beaten by julian williams on in 2019 to lose his uh ibf world junior middleweight and the wba super Middleweight weight championship so he was a two belt tight holder um, when he lost to his so second that, so sport.
1: that should be a good fight. I mean, it should be.
0: I mean, should be a good tune-up fight because, right. Again, Jared Swift Heard should be up there with um, the top class of his weight class.
1: Well, then, yeah, I, I'm gonna enjoy that, and I, I think that I, I, I think Holyfield and McBride are gonna put on a decent one too. I mean, they're both gonna come to fight for sure. Man, they're both professionals. The
0: yeah, but I see McBride as a younger person, right? Okay. Then, because I've seen Holyfield within the last year or so, but they
1: said he's in shape, right? I don't know. No,
0: I mean I'm sure he is. Of course, yeah. I think he's always been in shape, um, but I don't know. And
1: so, you, so are you? You would be taking McBride because I would take Holyfield.
0: <sighs> yeah, I'll take Holyfield. I just just for the nostalgia of it. Yeah. Not so your heart says yeah, Holyfield. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. the heart. Yeah. 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 And I'm going for Jared Hurd. Okay. On the other on the undercard.
1: Then I will I'm going to go with Holyfield, but I'm going to go and who's the other guy? Hurd and who?
0: Arius. I'll take Arius. We'll see how that works out. Okay. So that's a big weekend for boxing. That's exciting. It is we exciting. Got some, we got more Friday, Saturday fights. and Sunday. Right? Yeah, boxing yeah. weekend on that. Is that all the news we have? That for is all the
1: news I have. Other than, I do have one other where um, it's w- way in the future, but got, uh, Triple G's coming back and fighting in December. Oh, is he?
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I look he, forward to hearing more of that about that. And he's fighting Rayota Marata. Oh, wow. That's a good fight for a
1: unification match wow. at one sixty. So Marata might have two belts. But I'm a big Triple G fan. Yeah. And I'm still kind of sore over. I think he beat Canelo, but uh, I feel like uh, you know it's usually fifty-fifty split down that down that fight. And when did you say this fight should be scheduled? It's going to be December 28th in Tokyo. Yeah, because Marota is
0: from uh, Japan. Yeah,
1: yeah, so that that'll be a fun fight.
0: Yeah, that will be fun fight. We'll look forward to that. Well, that wraps up the boxing portion of this show. Um, now we go into a
1: little bit of MMA. We had a little break for MMA this week, didn't we? We did. <laughs> we had a little break, so we could concentrate on boxing. But I'm I'm ready for, for some MMA to be back.
0: No, definitely. This weekend we have UFC um, Fight Night 189 Rosenstruck. Versus Sakai.
1: Yes. From the UFC Apex. And that's June 5th, 2021. In Las Vegas, Nevada. And actually yesterday on Memorial Day, they actually opened up his full no mask or anything in Las Vegas. Oh, wow. It is full throttle. Ready to go go. again.
0: Let's start from the bottom of the main fight card. Um, So we have Tom Breeze versus Antonio Arroyo. I don't have much on uh, Tom Breeze. So
1: it's a middleweight fight. Uh, Tom Tom Breeze is 14-3 with nine subs. He's coming off a loss uh, by submission January uh, 2021, Mm -hmm. Um, but he did win by a KO in two of his last three fights. Sure did. Uh, Antonio, he's 7-3 with three KOs and three subs. He's also coming off a loss to Aguilar by unanimous decision November of 2019. And has won by either decision or subs in the last four fights, and I think you're going to find you're going to find out uh, in this preview that a lot of these people, a lot of these fighters, are coming off losses. Oh wow! And do so it's
0: another get back on track. Yeah, absolutely. Card. Um, I don't know much much about both, but I'm going to go ahead
1: and go with uh, Tom
0: Breeze on that one,
1: and I am as well. And I'm going to pick Breeze by a KO. I I, I think that um, Ar- Ario, um, I I, I kind of highlighted the last four fights of, of decisions or subs. To me, in my opinion, I just think that he's in there just trying to, I guess, just win a fight however he can and not yeah. close a fight out.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that and that's going to be a middleweight bout again. Tom Breeze versus Antonio Arroyo. Um, next up on the card, we have um, Dusko Tadrovic versus Gregory Rodriguez.
1: Yes, and this is another middleweight fight. Uh, Dusko is 10-1 with six KOs, one sub. He is coming off a loss in January of 2021 by KO, and it is his first loss in his career. Gregory Rodriguez, they call him the RoboCop. He is 9-3 <laughs> nice. with four KOs. Uh, he is coming off a win by KO uh, May of this year and then he fought before in march and won by a ko as well so he is he has fought twice in two months wow so and this now, may
0: he so in one month less than a month he he's he, back
1: yeah so he he fought in may he fought in march and now in june he's fighting again so three months three fights wow that's scoring some points it, with the uh owner it? yeah I, he's obviously taking whatever fight he can get yeah. but the interesting part about this this um Matchup is this was a uh, a late scratch because Rodriguez actually replaced uh, Desco's opponent. Oh, so wow. okay, so Rodriguez yeah. short notice kind of
0: guy came yeah. in, you know, doing it for the company. Say.
1: Yeah, he's kind of like D- Donald Cerrone back in the day when yeah. he was doing it all yeah, the time, definitely.
0: right? <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's an, another middleweight bout. Um Next up on the bout... who,
1: who did you like in that? Oh, one? Oh, that's
0: right. Um, I'll tell you who um, I like. I'm gonna go ahead and go with Gregory.
1: Gregory, I am actually going with him as well because I just think he has the hot hand, as you would call it. Yeah. And I think and, he'll do it by KO.
0: And he's coming off a couple of already um, fight camps. You know, he's he's in shape, he's ready to go.
1: Yeah, and that's and what I'm thinking. A couple KOs, too.
0: like you said, so he's fresh, so there's nothing, yep. nothing that he had to recover from. Absolutely. Next up on the main card yep. on ESPN, Plus, we have a welterweight match Santiago Panzombibio versus
1: Miguel Baez. Yes, so Santiago, his nickname is Gentle Boa, 27-4, 15 KOs and 6 subs. He is coming off a loss by KO in January of this year, okay. but had a seven-fight win streak by KO or decision.
0: He sure did. In those fights, he looks like he has a KO win against Neil Magny, who's Magny's on fire right now. Um, Mike Perry. Yeah. Wow. He, he's got a resume. Gunner Nelson. Uh, and then he has a win versus uh, anybody, anybody else that we would know. Pretty much that's it. But yeah. he's got TKO. He has 15 wins by knockout. So, if it's 27 wins, he has um, 15 of those by knockout. At and least half. So,
1: Miguel, they call him Carmel Thunder. Carmel Thunder. He is 10-0, 7 KOs with one sub. His last win was November of last year, and that was his first submission. Wow! So, in my opinion, I think this thing's going to be a striking fest, I, right? It, it's, <laughs> really, yeah, right?
0: Exactly, right? Um, man, ten and zero—that's or ten and zero, seven wins by knockout, one by submission—is um, Miguel Baeza, and he is—he's coming off of Dana White's Contender Series um, from last year or 2019, actually. And um, man, he looks pretty good. I- I'm looking forward to seeing him fight. I want to. I'm going to go ahead and choose him. And I really like whenever someone's coming in undefeated because I feel like that's that might be the next guy that's coming up. So yeah. you're going with with
1: yeah, Baeza. Baeza. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have a difference because I am going against Santiago. Um, and here's why I'm going to go against mm-hmm. is because I don't think Santiago is going to go outside his box. He's going to strike. He's going to go for a KO. Yeah. But I, I see sometimes with fighters when, they, when, um, let's say, all they do is is KOs, but they want to learn something else in the game. Yeah. And so they go, you know what? I'm going to learn Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and I'm going to start mm-hmm. winning fights like that. Yeah. And so I'm taking uh, Carmel Thunder, who had just won with a submission. He's going to try to submit uh, Santiago again. And I think he's going to learn the hard way that he should stay to striking. Oh. So I'm going with Santiago by KO. All right. Um, next
0: up on the fight card, we have uh, middleweight bout Roman Dolizzi versus Laureno Strapoli.
1: All right. Well, Roman is called the Caucasian. That's his nickname. He's 8-1. and one. Four KOs, three submissions. He is coming off a loss. By last uh, uh, loss by decision, uh, March of this year, and it's his first loss. And he, but he's had four of the last five of his wins were by KO.
0: Yeah, he was coming. He was on an eight win winning streak until um, he found his uh, first loss uh-huh. against Trevin Giles. Um, back in March, this just passed, yeah, March.
1: it just happened, and he's already turned around. And he's gonna fight again, which is good, I think. Yeah, to get get on, uh, you know, when you get fe- uh, when you get um, when you fall down, get back up quick. Yeah. Uh, Stropoli, he's called El Matador. He is nine and three with five KOs and two submissions. He is also coming off two losses with the last in August of last year by decision. He is two and two in the last four. And his two wins have been by decision.
0: Yeah, he's on a two-fight losing streak. Man, he's fighting for his job right now. I think. Yes. <laughs> so um, yeah, against and he fought against Tim Means, which is which is a nice. He's a he's a great fighter too. So um, I'm gonna have to go with um, the Caucasian.
1: <laughs>
0: is that what he called himself?
1: Uh, yes, the the Caucasian. I am also gonna go with the Caucasian by uh, KO or decision. Because I feel like Stropoli is gonna be fighting not to lose.
0: That's it. I mean, I think right? that, that's a big mentality that you can go in with and you know ultimately lose because of that mentality. Right. I agree. Uh, next up we got a co main event. We have a heavyweight bout with Walt Harris versus Maurician Tibera. Ooh, that was gonna be a good fight.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be a good fight. Tibera, and they actually call him Tiber. His nickname is twenty-one and six with eight KOs and six submissions. He's on a four-fight win streak Mm. with his last, where he KO'd Greg Hardy. Oh, there you go. He's had three decision wins before December. uh, uh, Before uh, he had three decision wins last year. Uh, Walt Harris is called the Big Ticket. He's thirteen and nine with thirteen KOs. He's coming off two, last, two losses, but they're from quality fighters. Yeah, they are. It was Volkoff and Overeem. Yep. Both were KOs, and his last fight was October of last year. So is this a must win for Walt Harris?
0: I believe it is. I mean, I hate to say it. I think it is a must win for him um, on that two-fight losing, losing streak. He had a two-fight winning streak before that losing streak started. Um, but again, yeah, I, I do see him fighting for his job. I think well, the weight, heavyweight's kind of tricky too because there's not a lot of big names in heavyweight, and he has a big name, and he is one of the bigger names, right? Yeah. So yeah, and he
1: brings it every time, and it's and every one of his fights are exciting. You're you're never gonna be uh you know you're never gonna be disappointed, and I, and I think. And we talked about it the last few weeks, and we're going to continue to talk about how there's a short fuse right now with the UFC and 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 their fighters and cutting fighters and whatnot. But at the end of the day, if you know Dana White, he just wants exciting fights.
0: Yeah, I think so too. You're right. You know, I, I take back what I said. I, I think as long as he puts on the show, and I think he's he's safe as far as you know moving forward if he doesn't win. Um, just as long as he puts on the show, and I, and I even think that the other fights that he fought. Um it looks like it was a second round knockout, um technical knockout and then a the second round um technical knockout for his last two losses. So it looks like he was, you know, at least staying staying in
1: there. Well, I can tell you uh, my pick if I was going with the with my heart, I, I like Walt Harrison, I'd pick him, but my mind tells me it's going to be a slugfest and Tibera is going to pull that out with a KO.
0: Uh, it's going to be a good fight. Um who you like? I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Tibera.
1: All right well, we are, we are staying the same on that one
0: yeah I just think that momentum plays a lot I mean four wins in
1: 2020 last year four wins four fights four wins the the only thing the only thing that I put a check mark by for Walt Harris is he fights good people so mm-hmm. he, he, his level of competition honestly is is much different than Tiberia
0: Yeah well Tiberia fought a couple of fights ago um, Ben Rothwell he just had a nice little fight yeah um this past um
1: week and he beat rothwell yeah and he beat Rothwell. Yeah. And, but yeah. i know rothwell was going through some personal issues mm. so i don't know if he got the full ben yeah. rothwell that we usually That's see
0: true so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and stick with um with uh tyler okay. and i am as well and so that brings us to the main event of the night for the UFC. We have a Jarzinho Rosenstruck versus Augusto Sakai.
1: This is going to be a good heavyweight bout. Um, Rosenstruck, his nickname is Biggie Boy. Biggie he, Boy. He is 11-2 and two with 10 KOs. Again, he's coming off a loss. A decision loss. A decision loss. February of this year. And he has actually lost two of his last three. However, his fights have been just epic against awesome fighters. He's coming in with some
0: power. Um, he does have that loss versus Nganu and then that decision loss versus um, ganye, which Gagne is another guy that's coming up the ranks, and you
1: know a lot of people are high on him in the heavyweight division. Um, but and I and I think what I what I saw, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, four of his last fights have been against. Former champs or current champs? Yeah, it is. Right? I mean, because I mean, it's,
0: uh, he has Dos Santos, Iguanu, right? Overeem, right. Orlowski. Yeah, they're all
1: former champs or current yeah. champs, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, so he fights. He's going to bring it. Yeah, Big Boy's going to bring. Yeah, it.
1: and and so his opponent is who? Is Sakara, and he is fifteen and two with eleven KOs. He is also coming off a loss from Alistair Overeem of September of uh, last year. But he beat Tibera, who we just uh, previewed, yeah. who was fighting earlier tonight, both by KOs. Wow. So um, if I'm looking at this fight uh, overall, I just think it's going to be a bunch of striking, looking for that one punch to knock him out.
0: Yeah, Sakai's been, um, he's, he's got 11 wins, 11 of his wins by knockout. So he's yeah. 15 wins, 11 by knockout. Um, he's knocked out Tibera. I'm gonna go ahead and go with Biggie Boy.
1: I am going with Biggie Boy as well. Yeah. I think that I I think Rosenstruck's uh f- um former fights with with those top level talent is just I mean he has the experience. He, well he, he fought
0: he fought in Ghanu and but that only lasted twenty seconds. Yeah.
1: So Well <laughs> Most of his fights yeah. only last that long. Yeah, exactly. They don't even get out of the first round. So
0: exactly you know. Well, that's going to be UFC Fight Night 189: Rosenstruck versus Sakai, live from Las Vegas on June 5th on ESPN Plus.
1: Yeah, Saturday night.
0: Saturday night. So it's going to be a full weekend of nothing but fights. Yeah, um, nice
1: actions. Nice yeah, fights. Yeah. Do you have any uh, UFC news? I do. So I have. A, I have just a couple. Uh, I get uh, the UFC Ultimate Fighter began again, oh. season 29. Yeah. And it's, it's the featherweight division. Sweet. And it's the champion, Volganovsky, mm-hmm. and Brian Ortega as coaches.
0: Yeah, definitely. And they're probably going to fight later on uh, in the year at the end of the finale.
1: So so yeah. they're supposed to, but it just came out that Volganovsky has lingering uh, oh, no, effects n- yeah, of, yeah. of COVID. Oh my goodness! And they and they supposed, yeah, they were supposed to fight in March, and yeah. he's been having lingering effects. So yeah. they don't—they haven't set the date. They're hoping it'll be the end. Yeah, but Hope um, so. but I—it's interesting because they have been showing all weekend on ESPN the fight between Ortega and Max Holloway. Oh, that was good. And one. you forget how awesome Brian Man, Ortega yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. He he is a tough, tough fighter. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a good test. Uh, when I saw. Uh, kind of the preview, you could see that um, Brian Ortega is a, is a lot taller than Volkanovski. Yeah, Volkanovski yeah. is just you know he's a beast.
0: Yeah, he know? is. He's he's gonna bring it no matter what. I mean, yeah, you could fight the fight with him in uh, Holloway too. Also, the both fights they were great fights. Yeah, um, Volkanovski and uh, Holloway um, and Ortega. He brings that experience. He's he's fought so many great fighters. The who's who is on his um, resume. So. I look forward to that.
1: Yeah, so we'll we'll preview preview it when it comes up. But if if I'm asking you today, who are you taking today?
0: So right now I, I would take uh, Ortega.
1: Really? I'm to gonna take Ortega. the champ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: A lot That's of people great. question his uh, the champs last fight with Holloway. They think Holloway should have won that. Yeah, fight.
1: that was a good fight though, yeah. but Holloway always brings it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All the time, Every no fight. matter what. He's fighting pretty soon too. And when and when you look at when you look at his fights, Correct me if I'm wrong. I think his last seven fights have been all for titles.
0: Oh, yeah. I think so, Probably. too. Either, yeah. Yeah. Either his titles or other people's titles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah. I, I'm excited to see him him real soon, too, to fight.
0: Um, Any other news you have?
1: Uh, the only other thing I have, which is kind of interesting, is Sterling, who beat Peter Jan for the championship. Okay. He He's saying if he had his way... He would, he would move on from Peter Young and not even give him a rebatch. Oh, my goodness. And we're talking about <laughs> the controversial fight between them. Yeah. And it's interesting because if you follow um, the story, that night he didn't feel like he deserved it or, you know, didn't want to win that way, and yeah. now he feels he's like he's the <laughs> champ.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone questions Aljermaine Sterling's, abil- Sterling's ability to become a champion. And I'm sure, like you just said, he didn't like the way he became a champion. And and I always felt that I, I, I probably would have picked him to win the championship that night. Yeah. Um, but just the way it happened, it was kind of disappointing. And,
1: um, you know, it's disappointing to hear what he just said. It is disappointing because... Look, he can watch the fight. We can watch a fight. Anybody can watch this fight, and they can see who was winning that fight. Look, <laughs> it, it, it was it was one sided. Peter Yan was yes. having his way with Sterling. So for him to come out and act like he somehow clear clip won that fight, and then to say he that Peter Yan doesn't deserve a rematch, I, I just don't understand. It's beyond me to understand that. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, that fight is made. He's Sterling's still trying to recover from some kind of uh, injury. So, um, I don't. I think that's yeah, why neck that, injury. I think, yeah, wasn't something it? like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's that that uh, that title is still on hold and still in his closet. So we'll see what happens. Um, I have actually um some news. Yay. Okay. Um, in an effort to one up his brother. Jake Paul has signed a bout to fight Mr. Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley? Yeah, from the UFC. Wow. Live August 28th on pay-per-view.
1: So this is the same Jake Paul that he beat another MMA guy, yeah,
0: right? He beat um, Ben Askren.
1: Ben Askren. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And did you think in that fight that Ben Askren had a shot at that?
0: I didn't. I mean, it, I, w- I wish they would wrestle Okay. Then Ben Askren would have done something, but now we got this kind of another step up into the competition. I feel
1: like legit, right?
0: Yeah, it's kind of you know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed with Woodley, Um, but then again, maybe Woodley knows his time with the UFC is over. You know, his 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 um, I guess his championship runs are over, and now it's time for the biggest payday of his life.
1: Yes, that could. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So I mean. Um, yeah, I, that's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah. So it, it kind of reminds me of, uh, do you remember punch out with Mike Tyson yeah, back in the yeah. day? I kind of feel like Jake Paul has started with, with glass Joe yeah, and yeah, now he's worked at the ball Bull, and, yeah. and there's little Mac. And so now we're sitting at Woodley, right? And yeah. now we're sitting at, okay, okay. super macho man. Now yeah. he's going to fight. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, funny. Yeah. You're right. Right. He's just moving he just up. Keeps okay? Moving up. Right. Yeah but but this is a legit i mean woodley is a legitimate striker Yes. this, this is vastly so too, right? different than different. than ben askren who clearly is a a wrestling specialist clearly right
0: i mean yeah. Yeah, of course he does practice he would practice his fighting but no nah, it's a, it's another it's a step up in competition and a step up in in that um he's a striker and we'll see what happens on that one that's going to be interesting as it unfolds and you know the all the smack talking goes back and forth
1: yeah and and Jake Paul has to pick his opponents wisely because the minute he loses, he loses everything. Like, he, yeah. he cannot lose. He yeah. has to make sure he continues to win to be somewhat legitimate and continue to get those yeah. paydays. Yeah. So he, he may know something we don't know about Woodley. I don't know. Yeah. Right? I mean, Woodley's on a four-fight
0: losing streak right now in the UFC. He's, uh, he's lost to Kamaru Usman, uh, Gilbert Burns, and Colby Cummington um along those uh three fight winning losing streak yeah so we'll see what happens yeah it'll be it'll be fun to watch it'll be fun I, I, at least it'll be fun yeah right so um well that's is that that's all the news you have yes that's all, all the right news well, I got so, this week well that wraps up the ufc um portion of the show you know it's gonna be a great set of fights it's um great ufc card and then boxing. Gonna have awesome. to pull out two two T V. Maybe again, even right? three. Yeah. yeah. So um what's our standings looking like?
1: Okay. So well this week we actually split. So you had Haney and, and scored one point, and I had Donny Donnie here and I scored one point. Okay. So our standings through three weeks is Alan with eight and Daniel with four. So you gained a point. Did I
0: did I pick Obali?
1: You did You picked the volley Oh my goodness you I did. cannot
0: believe I did you,
1: that You It was interesting last week Because when I was looking at the picks You went with the young men Yeah and I went with the that's veterans That's right Dang it Yeah And I, I well, well, well. <laughs> shows shows what I know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. but well, but yeah, so we're we're you know you you gain you gained one and, we, point. and we, we have a we have I a don't lot. know ten picks this yeah. week, so
0: th- this could really shake up the standings. We'll see. Hopefully, trying to get back into the win
1: call. Absolutely. And you're and you're gonna put uh you're gonna put some picks up for the for our fans. Yeah, right?
0: yeah. We'll we'll put those uh, picks up and make sure you follow us on Facebook on um, Instagram and all the uh, social media platforms and vote. make sure to vote, get out and vote,
1: rock the vote. Absolutely. (laughs) Rock the vote.
0: Well, um, thank you everyone. Um, That concludes our show. And thank you for listening to our show. We, We hope to be back next week with a recap of this week's big boxing matches and a recap to see where our predictions lay um for the week be sure to follow us again on facebook instagram and on also on twitter uh, also be sure to check out the other shows that produce us uh, such as the back of the house podcast or chilling with chino too so make sure you check those out
1: but it's- check out chinos it's, it's really a good podcast yeah definitely um well that's it for this week
0: i'm daniel i'm alan y'all have a great week guys and y'all keep you alls hands up
1: happy fighting